Hey everybody, how's it going? I hope everyone's doing all right out there. This is your host, Chris Tryon. I know you've probably missed my voice and you've had your interviews with Chris Withdrawals, but I'm back. Lately, it's been a bit of a wild ride, but I'm glad to get back at it. So thanks for tuning into another episode. This one here, let's just say that if you're in need of some laughing, then this one will do the job. Katie Neely is my guest, and we talk about all sorts of things. She's an incredibly gifted artist, both as a musician and as a painter, illustrator, drawer. Her voice is something to marvel at. So if you already know her, then no need to go any further. But if you haven't, then check out her tunes under her moniker, Girl Goyle. Goyle like a gargoyle. Is she half girl, half gargoyle? You'll have to find out. But did you know that she was a competitive ice skater as a kid? Or that she absolutely adores Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Probably not. Maybe. But I'm guessing probably not. (laughs) I could totally be wrong though, but we definitely talk about a wide variety of topics. Also just opening up about topics that are particularly difficult. And to combine that with the fact that we're living in some unique and wild times. I know that even as a host of a podcast, I try to open up myself as much as possible. So hopefully our chat resonates with you in some way or you just get some laughs in. If Katie ever needs a side gig, I think she could probably be a comedian because I don't think I've ever laughed so much on an episode yet. We talk art. We talk music. We talk life. So grab your morning coffee or hey... Maybe you're driving off to work, and I hope that this can kickstart it off with a smile. Here's my conversation with Katie. Enjoy. Hey, Katie, what's going on? Hello, Chris. Oh, um, nothing is going on right now. How's your day going? My day has been great. I had a full French press, like the whole the whole thing. I drank all of it. How are you feeling? So, um, I feel kind of, I feel normal. Um, that's just kind of how I start my day. And uh, I just go from there. Mm-hmm. So is a cup yeah. of coffee like that typically normal for you or does it yes. like amp you up? I have to have it. And by that, I mean, like, I don't have to have it, but I get headaches without coffee. I'm one of those people. So this is just a very normal day for me. Well, I'm glad you had your yeah. coffee. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? I heard it's 100 degrees where you are right now. Is it really? I have no idea. I, I looked it up. You did? I shot some hoops early in the morning, and um, 
it felt very nice, um, you know, as far as early in the morning. Right now, I haven't okay. gone out too much. So maybe, I guess I just don't want to melt and I haven't yeah. gone out, you know, recently. But yeah, shot mm -hmm. some hoops, uh, yeah. watched an Elliot Smith documentary. And, oh, now I'm and now I'm interviewing you to find okay. out who the real Katie Neely is. Oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you end up doing anything cool, you know, besides the French press today? Today, so I... Um... I walked my dog for like two hours this morning. I usually, I love to, like, I'm a very busy, busy person. Like I like to do things a lot. Like, and by like busy, busy, I mean like I make sure that I'm doing something all the time. But this morning I was like, let's just walk, you know, let's just keep, let's just walk. I don't have anything I really need to do right now. So, um, do you so have specific that. walking shoes? Yes, I do. I do. Um, my mom sent them to me. They didn't fit her. Um, I don't remember the brand though. They're they have a V on them. Um, Are those the Velocity X Factors? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh -huh. made that up. <laughs> oh well, if that's what they are. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> you knew it. Um, yeah, I don't know what they are. They're probably some. Um, yeah, I don't know some brand that women in their close to 70s wear so i sport those when i'm walking great well yeah i can't guarantee you that this will be the coolest thing you'll do all day but i'm sure you'll mm -hmm. get some laughs in okay but what's new oh, in your I, world i love to laugh um well what's new in my world i moved to portland in march um i guess that's kind of that's like five months ago six months what it's october um, so, you know, from that's new ish. I'm sorry about your blazers being eliminated in the first round. Hey, look, it's okay. Um, I like the Lakers, right? They're yeah. The, they're the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're playing um, I, in I can about tell you, I like them more than Miami heat. I'm also oh, wow. very excited that we're talking about basketball right now. Yeah, it's a pretty prominent mm -hmm. theme. Uh, for some reason, I might transition to doing a basketball podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Really we could like just the do that today. Let's talk about basketball. <laughs> yeah, we could totally. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah. Chris's and I, Katie's. Uh, probably. Basketball podcast. We could talk for maybe two minutes about basketball. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. back on, well, back yeah. on the transition, though, from sure. Seattle to Portland. How mm -hmm. How's that been? It's been, you know, it's been strange. Um it was a I moved like right when the pandemic was kind of uh taken off and um yeah but you know I love Portland I think it's a really good place for me to be right now and um yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't change it like I love living here and I love the people that I've been able to you know slowly meet and um yeah I'm I think I'm I think I'm doing well here um, That's great. Was there any yeah. sort of particular reason for making that uh, move? If you don't no, mind me asking. Um, not, nothing huge. I just, I needed, I wasn't into Seattle as much as I wanted to be. It was kind of this like dream of mine since I was a little girl to move to Seattle and I did it. And um, it just, I don't know. I just never felt like it was my home and I wanted to go back to school and um so I moved to Portland and I applied to some places and now I'm back in school and um 
yeah, it's it's been good to me. That's I love great. Seattle too, though. Like I love it, but I think that Portland is is my home right now. I think the real reason is because Seattle no longer has the Sonics there, the basketball yeah, team. Yeah, that's why. That is why. <laughs> <laughs> so we've definitely got plenty to talk about, but hopefully by the end of this conversation, the listeners will have learned how to write a hit song. Okay. From what I understand, okay. playing and taking an interest in music occurred before drawing and creating illustrations. I might be wrong, but I read mm. in an interview that you started playing piano at five years old. Yes, I did. I sure did. Um, and I'm guessing you could still jam some Chopin, Bach, Schubert? Oh, yeah. I just rock it. Um, no, I cannot do that. Um, I can play this. Uh, what is it? It's like that Hungarian. It's like a very famous Hungarian song. It's like, do, 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 do. I can play that one. Oh, I know well. exactly what you're talking um, about. Okay. Yeah, I can play that one. Um but uh, yeah, so I played piano for a little bit. Um, I, I have always drawn. I, I've gone in and out of drawing, though, like in these weird, you know, like I, I'll draw for like a year straight and then like kind of chill out. And um, I, I think I've always been like that, probably with everything I do. I just go full force and then I'm like, I find something else to kind of focus on. But music has been pretty, pretty consistent for me. Do you um have a keyboard? Do you still do some jams on piano? I don't have a keyboard. Um, I sold a lot of my stuff when I moved to Seattle. Um, but um, let's see. I my when I moved to Portland, I had a roommate that had a piano, and so I would play on that every once in a while. But yeah, that's. I wish I had a keyboard though. And, hey, maybe sometime mm -hmm. soon. But I'm guessing this all occurred. As far as your, I don't know if the word's development, but your interest in music and drawing when you were younger, this occurred in Albuquerque because that's where you grew up. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it did. That's when it happened. That's where I grew up. Yep. Are you able to talk a little bit more about Albuquerque? Sure, yeah. Um, Albuquerque is where my parents live still. Um, I, I love Albuquerque. Um, it's, every time I go back, it's a little different. I moved to Las Cruces when I was 18, and I think that I know more about Las Cruces than Albuquerque just because I think that was like a very like formative time for me, like those years in Las Cruces. But yeah, I love Albuquerque. I love the balloon fiesta. I love how, um, yeah, just there's so much to do there, and it's, it's a good place. Really good food. This is kind of a random thing, and I've been to Albuquerque quite a bit, but mm -hmm, have you ever been mm -hmm. to Bob's Burgers? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes, I have been there. That was the only time in my life where I couldn't finish eating something with chili. It was insane. I think it yeah. almost like incinerated my digestive system. Oh, no. Um, but, um, but in a good way, I just uh, okay. couldn't finish it all the way, but that's yeah. one of my uh, most memorable experiences in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a friend who would go there, like, her family did, like, Bob's Burgers every Wednesday, and so I would always be like, oh, it's Wednesday, I guess I gotta go to Brianna's house, you know, maybe I should, <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling they're gonna be going to Bob's Burgers, so. <laughs> no, um, um, no correlation, if people are wondering, to the to the cartoon show. I think that's what no, it's called, right? Unfortunately are, not. I actually have never seen a full episode of Bob's Burgers. Oh, really? It's a bunch very of fans. funny. 
Well, I think I've seen maybe four or five episodes, probably more than that. I had some roommates that were very into that show. Um, it's funny. Well, I'll have to check it out. But as far as art goes, mm-hmm. when did you take drawing and you know actual painting more seriously? Is that what you went to school for originally? Yeah. Well, so originally I did social work. And then I, then I, I switched to art, to drawing um, and drawing and painting. And um, I did that for a few years. And then I had this like very weird thing happen to me um, that's like, yeah, it's a very long story. But um, I didn't draw for like two years, um, like even though I was in school. It was horrible. I like... Um, it was just a very long thing, but then I ended up going back to school. I ended up finishing, um, but I, I got very serious. Like once I was, once I was over those like weird years of not in the zone and yeah, I was like, this is it. And so, yeah. And it was something that like was very cathartic for me. And I still find that in, in drawing and like, luckily since then I like, that's very much, um, true to me still like I just um I need it I need to draw what are some of your favorite mediums because I look at your pieces Mm -hmm. I see like even pencil I see some acrylic um Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not the most knowledgeable as far Mm -hmm. as the variety of paints but um it seems like you deal with kind of like a mixture of a bunch of them yeah yeah um well right now I'm mostly just really into pen drawings just mostly like financially it's a little bit easier but I did in college I did a lot of oil and um I did a lot of print making and then I would use like it was I was really into like mixed media so I would do like a lot of like thread and charcoal um but now it's more just I love doing pens sometimes I'll do some watercolor on top um yeah just it's really like what I have at the time, like I just recently bought some more oil paints and I haven't done any oil painting in, it must've been, I don't know, like a year or two years. And so that's been very um, nice. Like it's good to be back to that. And who are some of your influences in the art Mm -hmm. world? Well, I don't know if you've heard of her, but her name is Jazz Torres. Um, I have not. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, uh, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, it goes both ways, you know. She sure. definitely admires your work mm-hmm. as well. But even growing yeah. up, or even to this day, you know, I was wondering sure. like, who are some. Yeah, of your well, you know, luckily, like since I went to school for art, I was surrounded by people who were constantly like blowing my mind, like with what they were doing, like right in front of me. Um, like my friend Matt Garza, his like use of color and line is fascinating to me, and Wonderful like we're printmaker. very different. Oh my god, yeah, he's just. And he's so bold and like fearless. And, um, you know, we do very, it's the stuff that I am inspired by are things that I feel like are very different from how I like what, how I execute it. Um, like, so like Matt, Matt is like a huge inspiration for me. Uh, my friend, Olivia Baker, she's a photographer. Um, my friend, Jack Garland, he's also a photographer. Yeah. I just, I see the way that they're creating something and, um, it just, it, I don't know. It's just one of those things whenever you're around it, you feel like, um, like it just like stirs something inside of you where you're like, I need to, like, I want to create too. I want to tell 
like a story in some way or um yeah it's it's like an immediate response to something so yeah, and I feel that the Las Cruces area has always kind of blossomed and has always generated wonderful art. You know, whether the mm-hmm. scene is what people would be considered thriving or not. But I mean, people like Mike Carrasco, yourself, right. oh, yeah. Matt Garza, yeah. and Q. And Quinones, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely yeah. a lot of talent in that region. I mean, you have a very unique art style. Some of it reminds me yes. of Egon Chila or Chile, you know, people kind of mess with, I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. Some art critic is probably going to want to slander me online, but you know, Egon Chile, or even, have you seen David Lynch's paintings? You know what? Someone has talked to me about these and I have not seen them. And I like have a note in my phone to to look (laughs) at them, but I have not. Yeah, they're very, most people obviously know them from Twin Peaks Mm -hmm. and the variety of, movies that he's done Mulholland Drive, Wild at Heart, and so many other movies. But his actual main art medium in his formative years was painting. And I some of his stuff I your stuff kind of reminds me of. Um oh, cool. Kind of in the mixed multimedia way. So mm-hmm. I would say check it out okay. at some point. So I need to make another note in my phone. Yeah, that you'll never it look says, at. says, really do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, yeah, I mean, would you say you've also pulled inspiration from growing up in the Southwest? Yeah, I think so. Um, especially, like, I did a series of, like, people, like, sleeping outside and, like, just because I always thought that, like, nights in the Southwest are, like, they are just, um they like overcome you. I don't know. Like you can be outside for so long and feel so comfortable because like the heat is like a blanket. And so I did the, the series of people that were sleeping outside as if like their bed was outside and um, like the mountains were like their blankets. Um, I don't know. I, I think I, I put up a few of them. I dig it. But yeah, def- I just definitely, I like love, I love the colors of the Southwest. I love, um, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. Like it's so comforting. And I think about that all the time, like being in Portland now, like it, I miss it so much. I it Yeah. Like there's times I look into the sky here and I'm like, man, it's just not the same. It's, yeah, out yeah. here in Phoenix, um, mm-hmm. there still are, you know, the sunrises and the sunsets, mm-hmm. which are very beautiful. But one particular thing that I miss about the specific area of the Southwest, as far mm-hmm. as El Paso, Las Cruces, and even the more isolated areas in between, mm-hmm. I don't know, Las Cruces and Albuquerque, those kind of drives is the night skies, being able to yeah. see the stars. Like yeah. I'll never, I'll never forget this one particular moment I uh, was, I don't even know, 18 or 19 on some short tour. And I remember MJ, um, a mutual mm-hmm. friend of both of ours, MJ mm-hmm. Melby and I, we were driving out. I don't even really remember. I think it was like to Albuquerque or something from like Salt Lake mm-hmm. City to Albuquerque no, or something like that. I don't remember. And he just drove off to the side of the road at like 3 a.m. And I was like, dude, what are you going to do? Are you going to like murder us all or something? He's like, no, get out. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you want me to get out? I'm like, okay. Um, so I got <laughs> okay. out and I just I just looked, looked up, you know, at the sky. And yeah. it was honestly one of the most beautiful things I've ever yeah. seen. Just all the stars, the galaxies mm-hmm. and 
not to say that's exactly what it's like in El Paso or Las Cruces, but there's definitely way more stars out there than where yeah, I'm currently living. So that's so something much that more I miss. Accessible there, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, well, we miss the Southwest, and yeah. I know that you are in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As far as even you know, being up there, have you felt that you've noticed your particular music or even your art changing as you've kind of moved up there? Yeah, I think that my music has changed. Um, I think I'm a little bit, mm, I think I've always been kind of directionless with my music, Um, but I think probably even more so here, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I think a lot of, so what I, I think, so my music is mostly all from experience, like different things that that have happened to me and I'm like writing about them. Um, And I think right now I'm still like digesting a lot of stuff. And so I, hopefully, um, you know, that'll push me like, you know, in a few months or something in, um, and I don't know, just so I can start figuring out what I'm doing with my music exactly. Like I have some plans already, but, but for past those plans, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to definitely extract all the information out of those plans a little later. Okay. But, um, I'm about to switch things up here. (laughs) Are you ready? ready. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Well, yes. Guess it doesn't matter though. Yeah, Um, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) These random questions are created from knowing you as a friend, as a fan, as a researcher, and just as a guy that does this. Um, Are you ready for this? I'm I'm a little nervous. Don't be. Yeah, but I said I was ready. I said yes to this. Yeah, you said you're ready, and and we're not going to edit out any of the bad parts, so don't worry. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you've told me you have two main fears, so I'm going to break them up into two separate questions. Okay. One is of going to a show, closing your eyes and turning into the drummer. Let's say that did happen. Who do you want to be drumming for? Okay. The thing is, I don't want to drum for anyone. So would you rather (laughs) drum for like Jenny Lewis or Metallica or wouldn't even matter? Oh, definitely Metallica. (laughs) <laughs> really why <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know because <laughs> like if i'm gonna drown <laughs> okay because so this fear like it's a real thing like it happens and it's not just with like becoming a drummer it's like i will be watching a movie and i'm like what if i'm cl- what if i close my eyes and i'm all of a sudden in that scene like and i mess it up for everyone because i don't know the next line or like or just like this is a, and I, this happens, this has happened since I was very little and I've just realized like, I've been able to like articulate what it is like me being like, oh, I'm actually afraid of turning into this person, like while they are doing something with a group of other people that are relying on them. So but like, what if but being just a drummer it? would be the worst because I know I have tried, like I have drummed before I have, and I know I'm not good at it. And so if that happens, I feel, I just immediately, like, I know exactly the feeling that I would go through. Like, I, it would just be terrible. I'd feel, I'd feel so bad. Um, And I never want to hurt Jenny Lewis's feelings or like, I never want to make her sad. So of course I would drum for Metallica over Jenny Lewis because I don't want to let her down. 
And because you don't care about Lars Ulrich. Yeah. Well, I do, like, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. You know. (laughs) Well, hopefully that never happens. I mean, I'm just, that is such an interesting thing because I feel like you'd have to take a hit of acid or something to really get in the zone. But I feel like you, (laughs) you automatically get into that zone. Okay, maybe. Okay, look, if I take a hit of acid, I'm okay with drumming, especially for Metallica. Wonderful. Second fear. Okay. Walking down a set of stairs of socks on, slipping, and no one being home to collect your broken body while Stairway to Heaven is playing in the background. (laughs) I made up the last part, obviously. (laughs) That is real. But but that's a pretty morbid one. How did that come about? Um, I've fallen. I'm very clumsy. Um... And I have fallen downstairs many times. And luckily, I've never hurt myself while doing it, which is bizarre to me because I have like really a set of hurt four stairs and other things. Like a set or of Or like what? 10 stairs? Like how many stairs? Like, um, okay, so in Seattle, I lived in a house that had maybe like a set of like 15 stairs. And I remember slipping from the very top stair all the way down to the bottom and I remember I was so mad that it happened and my roommate was at the very bottom, like, and he watched it happen. Um, and I was so mad from the top slip all the way to the bottom, but I was okay. Um, so, um, it just has happened. It's happened so many times and I'm just afraid one day. Or did you just land like miraculously? I landed, so I landed right. I just landed like I was sitting down in a chair. So like, I was fine, but I definitely went, you know, 15 from the top stair all the way down to the bottom, each stair, like, dun, 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 dun. I can't believe I just asked, did it hurt? Yeah. Did you you went down 15 stairs? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What if I was like, no, no, (laughs) no, not at all painless. Um, But um, yeah, so I've, I just, I have this fear that one day it's going to happen. No one will be around and it'll be like, you know, the, the time my roommate decides to go on vacation for two weeks to Fiji or someplace, and I'm going to just be there at the bottom of the stairs in a pool of blood, um, just, just there. So. Well... Wow, this took a turn. Well, yeah. I hope hopefully Sorry. it doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm just glad that when you fell down, I mean, that's mm-hmm. 15 stairs. So, you know, that's um I mean, you might have some good luck as a skater, you know? You yeah, know, just... well. I do like to skate. Okay. Um do you skate often or just like, well, like randomly? Well, I like to um ice skate. Is that oh, what you mean? No, I actually meant skateboard. But I mean, oh, as far yeah. as oh, ice I'm skate, a I think horrible skateboarder. I like to do it though. There, we're gonna get into these random questions because a light bulb just oh, went no. off in my head. <laughs> okay. It's just because there's so many people that ask a bunch of questions. But I'm gonna keep this oh, in the God. backlog of my head here. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, anyway, stairs. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a biotech or whatever millionaire gajillionaire you can have some mm-hmm. escalators in your house you yes, know you'll so. never have to worry about stairs yeah i can't wait i can't wait to have my own escalator 
Yeah, but you know what? Everyone else kind of did. You ever have that fear, like if you had jeans and then like you get stuck oh my gosh, in the escalator yes. and then like yeah. shred your leg or something? Or you like, know, like okay, this is another fear. Like if you <laughs> fall, if you actually fall on the escalator on the way up, but like you haven't gotten up in time, and it just your hand goes into the into where the escalator meets the the ground, the floor. Yeah, and then your hand is like stuck in there anyway yeah yeah well um mm. it hasn't happened and it's not gonna happen and yeah you know yeah. just childhood nightmares but yeah childhood. on a more on a <laughs> <laughs> like i'm thinking about it now <laughs> but um okay okay to make this a little more joyous here let's okay. say yes a yes. celebrity was gonna play you in the katie <laughs> neely movie who would it be Oh no, Chris! I'm horrible with celebrities. Um, let's see. I would choose. Who was Alex Mack? Do you remember that? Uh, no, but isn't that like a really like old movie from like 1995 or something? I think it was a show. Oh wow! I have no idea. I feel like i don't even i have no idea don't want to provide any sort of information where i'm going to be misleading or misguiding yeah people. it's okay well i would choose alex mack or um i don't know that's a very good question but honest i don't think i have a very good answer well, maybe we could come back to it if you yeah, just automatically me... think like wow this person it could even be like a video game character or something i don't mm, know ooh, whatever cool. yeah but um if you were a mixed alcoholic drink, what would you be? Or should I say, what would a Katie Neely be? Okay, well, it would probably be a, well, how about just a, well, I can just say my favorite, like what I would drink right now. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. This is also, this is not going to be a good answer. Okay. So I love, I like tequila. I like it a lot. And <laughs> I like, um, <laughs> I like don't drink it a lot, but um, if I'm like, you know, going to go hang out with my friends, I like um, Hornitos Reposado with lime and a salted rim. I don't know if that drink really describes who I am, but I do like it. That that sounds interesting. I was thinking yeah. like maybe um, I do like whiskey too though. I was thinking like seven up, some fireball whiskey, oh, an yeah. orange slice. You know, you would think, and then, right? Uh, <laughs> and um I don't know, maybe throw some tequila in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Just We yeah. we gotta make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah tonight i'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah you could go go buy the ingredients and let me know how it goes yeah okay so this interview would not be complete mm -hmm. without me asking about your dog harriet oh she's sleeping right next <laughs> she's to sleeping? me oh yeah. uh, so she's not going to be able to hear these questions yeah she's she's actually snoring a little bit and i'm afraid that maybe you could hear it no, no, I can't okay. hear it. I think I okay. hear your construction worker. Yeah, but it doesn't. They're... But it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. They're they're making that escalator. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Esther from Philly also wanted to make sure I asked some of these questions. So I've created okay. a couple. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. What is your dog Harriet's favorite snack? Harriet likes to eat carrots and frozen broccoli. <laughs> okay. Um. Wow. I've never heard of the frozen broccoli. Is that like a, like, is it like thought out or is it just like no. ice age broccoli? No. Um, it's just like, you know, you have frozen vegetables. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just something I've always given her. She likes the broccoli more than any other um, vegetable in that bag. Mm, well, I love broccoli. Um, yeah. Have you Is had it because you don't like before? the broccoli? No, I love broccoli. So how did you find, know that she liked broccoli? Were you just, just like randomly giving her veggies or something? Yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> um, yeah, like whenever I'm making something, she's she's kind of starting to do this like begging thing, you know, that dogs do. And I was always like, she doesn't really beg, but she definitely does now. And it's, I think it's just cause I'm, you know, I, I give her all my food. Um, yeah. So she loves broccoli. She likes popcorn. She likes carrots. Um, yeah, she's not picky. Well, I remember when we last hung out and I was mm -hmm. up in Seattle, I had the yes. opportunity to spend some time with Harriet. And I remember mm -hmm. that she's wild about squirrels. Her squirrel yes. radar mm. is on point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it sucks. <laughs> so. <laughs> if, if Harriet was transformed into a human celebrity, who would she be? <laughs> um, she would be. Oh my, um, thinking about Harriet becoming a human is like making my eyes water. Oh, um, so I could, yeah, anyway, um, she would be, Harriet would be, um, Harriet from Harriet the Spy. That's who she's named after. So that's who she would become. I just know it. Is that from a show? I, it's I from feel a like movie. I Okay, when did this movie yeah. come out? Is it like a classic? Um, probably like 1996, maybe. Okay, was it like a pretty formative movie in your life? Yeah, or? yeah, I think so. I, growing up, I didn't watch, um, like um, I didn't watch very many movies, or I, I guess I did, but they weren't like ones that like everyone my age was watching. Except for I think people did watch this movie, like Harriet the Spy. I think was pretty popular. Hey, well, I'll have to but, check it out. Yeah, I think you would love it. Okay, Rosie O'Donnell well, is in it. All right, well, I'll so. have to put it on a on my list to watch. Yeah. And talking about eyes, you've got a song called "Soap in My Eyes." Mm -hmm. What would be worse, welcoming every New Year by putting drops of sriracha <laughs> hot sauce in your eyes, or wearing 3D glasses forever and never taking them off? Oh. You know, the 3D glasses would be worse. That would be worse. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll take some hot sauce and knives, even though it's, yeah. I hate it. the thought of you and thinking about that. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> sometimes sacrifices. I will do that so I don't have to put on 3D glasses for the rest of my life. Hey, good sacrifice. And this is my last one here. It isn't a random okay. question, okay. but I need to know more about okay. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Just yeah. tell me when, where, how the obsession started and try to sell me on the show because sure. I've never seen a complete episode. 
Oh, okay. So I actually was new to Buffy. Like I didn't watch it whenever it was out. I watched it. It must have been when I was like 26, I'd say. Um, maybe no. Oh, okay, that's not true. I was 24. Definitely 24. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just started watching it. It was on Netflix and I just felt like I needed someone to show me what like being brave was and you know, even though they were, you know, Buffy's in high school during this time, but I think I just needed that. And I needed someone to show me that, like, what was like, like Buffy is surrounded by her friends that are like constantly taking care of her. And even though she's like the strongest, like she's the chosen one um, in the show, who is the vampire slayer. Like, even though she is that she's like still nothing without these people that care for her and remind her of her strength and like why she's there and yeah I think I just I needed to watch it not only because I feel like a lot of my friends carry that strength that she has um and like to remind them to like use it but also like I felt very weak at that time in like many ways and so it's just the most badass show I love it I will watch it every opportunity i can i love that explanation i'm gonna have to along with harriet the spy watch these two things yes yeah so now on to the random fan questions okay there was so many of these i think the majority were like russian spam bots but i think some (gasps) of these those are my friends oh yeah those are your friends okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna try to fit in as many as possible of these here but Kelly from Transylvania asks, who is your favorite philosopher? Who is my favorite philosopher? Um, I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite philosopher. Who is your favorite philosopher? Um, that's a good question. Maybe like, um, I mean, I've read Plato's Republic, you know, talks yeah. about justice and order ages ago. Um, okay. You know, hypothetical city state situations and um, mm-hmm. um i don't know if i would say he's my favorite i just don't know you know too too many off the top of my head where i'm like yeah, oh that's... boom so i think that's where i kind of struck out there but what about um maybe not a favorite philosopher who's your mm-hmm. um i don't know who's someone wise your favorite wise guy not I wise guy like you know new wise jersey guy. wise guy like hey wise guy um <laughs> my favorite... maybe a professor or you know, sure. a family member yeah, or something. Yeah, I, I had a professor, um, Tana Dorn. She was like, she just had this, like, the way she talked to me was, like, so nurturing. And, um, yeah, she was one of my art professors. And um, I just, like, she gave me this book, and it was called The Poetics of Space. And it was it just kind of like changed my perspective on like how I was drawing and painting and like, cause I had this, I did this series of um, places I was afraid of forgetting like these moments from my childhood, but like it was all about like the space in which these things happened. So I was like painting these rooms um, that I was afraid of forgetting. And so anyway, Tana gave me this book and it was um, yeah. Anyway, it just like changed my life and yeah, so definitely Tana. I look up to her, 
in her work and how she lives and how she treats people. Um, my dad is also someone that I think is very wise. He's very funny. Um, I like the way, I think he has a very good heart and I think, yeah, I, those good two combo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, love that explanation as far as even on mine. I mean, geez, I, as far as philosophy goes, whether it's mm-hmm. like Aristotle or Socrates or Plato, yeah. I don't, I, you know, I would totally be BSing if I said, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I totally know this. But I mean, me too. remember like the allegory of the cave, uh, mm-hmm. things like Plato and Descartes, but I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something where, hey, I'm going to have to brush up on that, Kelly. But, yeah, um, yeah, Kelly. <laughs> but, um. An anonymous pizza eating fan asks, what's your go-to order at Dion's? Mm, Okay. So I love Dion's so much. Um, My go-to is, um, well, I like their sandwiches. Um, So I would, if I was at Dion's right now, I would definitely get the green chili sandwich on wheat bread. And um, that's just my favorite thing. But if I was going to get pizza, I would get olive and green chili. Okay, I like mm-hmm. that combo. And I just yeah. thought about this off the top of my head. Let's say Dion's was like, "Hey, Katie, we want to give you Dion's for life, mm. but oh, you gotta man. get um a tattoo on your forearm of Dion's, like yeah. the logo and a slice of man. pizza." Or they're like, "We want you to create a jingle, and it's just drumming and singing." <laughs> yeah, I would do it. Which one would you do? The drumming and the singing, or the I would tattoo? do both. I would do both. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're not so, you're not afraid of drumming. That's fine. Then. I'm not. I'm not. If I get pizza for life from Dion's, I'll do. I'll do it. Okay. Great. Cecilia from El Paso asks, "What's it like to be a legend and an icon?" What? <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. You would have to ask a legend and an icon. <laughs> Um, well what's it like um maybe let's let's mix it up here what yeah definitely um i'm a big fan of yours especially uh, i feel the same way about her so that's very kind of her to say that maybe you could call her tonight maybe i will actually this is funny she sent me I told her, I was like, I want to hear this music that you're making. And then she sent me her phone number on Instagram. And she was like, send me a text and I can send you some voice memos. And then I sent her a text, but I didn't tell her it was me. And I think I just sent her a picture of something very weird. And then she was like, who is this? And I don't think I responded. (laughs) How long ago um, was that? (laughs) This was maybe two months ago. (laughs) You (laughs) You should send like another image. Okay, I will. And then you could ask her that. What's it okay. like to be a legend and an icon? Yeah, I will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Ryan, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Robson or Robson. Um, okay. Ryan Robson um, out of Las Cruces asks, what kind of stories do you gravitate towards with your music? I think my stories are, mine are usually... Um, like, I think I write on about loss a lot, um, whether it's, like, someone leaving someone 
like the loss of like faith, the loss of yeah, different emotions, like what, what that kind of, you know, involves. Um, yeah. I'm like, I'm very afraid of these things that are comforting to me, just kind of like not being there anymore. So I write about that a lot. I've read that a uh, theme mm-hmm. of yours, this was about like four years ago, but mm-hmm. was, I don't know if it was a particularly prominent theme at mm-hmm. at that point when you were creating, was, you know, being young and growing old, you know, yeah. and kind of, I don't want to say watching that unravel in front of your eyes, but just yeah. kind of, I guess, that, that uh, progression, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, yeah. just growing up and then being in old age. Yeah, that is true. I did write a lot about that. And I, I think I still do. But like what, I think now it's more like, what does that involve? Interesting. Well, on the topic of song meanings, Mm -hmm. we're going to get into a couple. He actually was wondering in the song, there's a ghost in here. Um, Mm -hmm. I forgot which song exactly. No, it's that one. There's a ghost in here. This place is haunted. Mm -hmm. There's a recording in the background about camping on the roof (laughs) and getting in the newspaper again. Uh, Mm -hmm. what's What's the story behind that? So I lived with my two dear friends, Anna and Scout, and I wrote that song. Um, yeah, I wrote that song and about, I like, after I wrote it, I came into the living room and they were talking. And so I just hit record and I loved like every time we would have a conversation, like they were always very similar to that. Just like, you know, talking about camping on a roof or like what our next you ever week do that? was going to look like. No, because Anna was too afraid to do it. Um, but I definitely did go on the roof of that house a lot. I never slept up there. But What about your current roof? Mm-hmm. What about tonight? Would you do it? Um, tonight, I would not do it because I there's it's like a slanted roof and i i think in that recording um i don't remember who said it scout or anna but they say like kids plummet to their death on halloween or something and so i don't want to do that tonight well you could just you know get some some nails some uh what we call liquid nails yeah strong glue and some bricks Mm -hmm. and then just uh um, you know, kind of create a little barrier. So if you yeah. roll, it'll okay. stop your fall. Okay. Okay. I changed my mind tonight. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Carlos Carpio, he asks, okay. what's the meaning behind the song notes? I think it's about algebra notes, but what is it about? <laughs> notes. That was a time when I, um, I was afraid that someone it was like during a breakup, you know, as it, as it, it as it happens, you know, um, I was afraid that all of this time that I had like put into this person, like was getting, was just like all in vain basically. And, um, that I was being forgotten, like all those moments didn't mean anything. And I think I, I called it notes because we had, we used to write notes to each other a lot. And so it was kind of like, you know, like it meant something to me. Well, the the explanation, you know? I I really enjoyed that. I was actually joking. Mm-hmm. I obviously didn't think it was about algebra, um, <laughs> but but um, yeah, 
delete the evidence, cover up the mm-hmm. tracks. I mean, all I was thinking was, I definitely mm-hmm. don't want to wrong you, Detective Neely. Yeah, you know, uh, don't so. do it. I'll write a song about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one of the last ones here, because again, there was a good amount of them, but Jesse mm-hmm. Minus asks, what's the spookiest or scariest thing you've experienced? I just want you to kind of ruminate and just let that marinate in your mind. And okay. now would you rather write a song about it or make a painting or illustration about it? Okay. So this is very scary. It's like for real scary. We can talk about it. Is it about you're ready for it. No, 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 no. It was okay, like, all right. Okay, I've actually only shared this with, you know, a few people, but um, I think it's important to like to share because I know that people struggle with this kind of stuff. So I think earlier in the interview, we talked about like that time when I was like, I didn't paint for like two years. Um, Yeah, so I had had I lived alone and I had this person um, like live in my house and I didn't know he was there. It's so scary. And like talking about it now, I'm like, yeah. So I was like very young. I was like 20 years old. And this person, um, yeah, he like had, he was able to like break into my house and he was living kind of in my closet, maybe like outside a little bit. Um, But anyway, it was very scary. And I've written that a little bit about it. definitely scary. And yeah. How, and so. How did you find out? I'm obviously not trying to like, bring no, up no, no, any no, sort of no, negative memory. No, fine. So. No, it's all good. I'm like very past that. Um, Whoa. He, yeah. It's, yeah. I was like, maybe I shouldn't say this, but here I am talking about it. Um, yeah. He, uh, one of my neighbors, it was this older woman, um, came over to my house one day and she was like, hey. I had this man staying with me for a little, but I saw that he was in your apartment um, the other day. Oh my God. And I was like, and like everything started clicking because I was like, my stuff was always kind of like moving around. Yeah, it was very strange. But yeah, that's that was the scariest thing that's happened to me. That is wow. I mean yeah, there's like so much more to the story, but but that's that's definitely the scariest. Um thing wow if you could start a podcast on that that is wow i mean i mean just that's like that's i'm just glad you're okay and um i'm sorry that you had to go through that yeah Yeah, i am okay and like yeah there is there it could have been so much worse i know that so many people have had similar experiences and um yeah it's it's all good now but well (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I think the question is, would you rather write a song about it or make a painting or illustration about it? But I feel mm-hmm. like it probably, um, what's the word? Um, I don't want to say it kind of filters out naturally throughout mm-hmm. your work because any sort of like heavy experience like that is naturally going to come out in some way Yeah, as, as an artist or a musician. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that I went so, so uh, real with that that question (laughs) i was like you want scary i'm gonna give you scary jesse (laughs) yeah i mean no that's um and thank you for sharing that and i'm I'm just glad you're you're fine here but um let's um turn it what i can't even think degrees wise let's turn it turn it around here Yeah, yeah we're gonna turn it around here um justin from off to sleep here Hobbies. I just love Justin, first of all. What was it? No. Um, 
Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, um, hobbies, like your hobbies. hobbies. How does that influence your music? Hobbies. Oh, well, okay. So I love, I've been rollerblading a lot um, recently. and I love that you're bringing it back. We're going to get into the ice yes. skating here. Oh, cool. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, rollerblading. I've been rollerblading a lot and I just wrote a lyric about, um, cause I live across the street from a, a graveyard from a cemetery and I rollerblade in it every once in a while. And by every once in a while, I mean, I've done it one time. So, um, I have a lyric about rollerblading in the cemetery and trying to stay quiet so people can sleep. Is there a word like blade and it rhymes with shade? Um, grape. Wait, that doesn't rhyme with anything. <laughs> do you have lyrics for it yet? Um, yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. For that song. It's not finished, but maybe it is. I don't know. Well, I'm excited about that. Cool. And another fan here, I'm just going to try to rattle my brain and try to okay. remember here. Um, I, I just don't know if I'm going to remember exactly what it was, but. Okay. They were asking, like, what did your childhood, like, ice skating, you mm -hmm. know, situation? Well, was that like, I'm going to, I'm going to want to, I want to punch yeah. myself for forgetting. But, um, um, yes, is, oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to ask about being a child star figure skater. A <laughs> child star figure skater. And that's from um, Aaron Noble Brown. Oh, great. Oh, Aaron is also wonderful. Um, he, uh. He's great. Um, I was kind of, I was a little different in the ice skating realm. I like did my own hair and stuff for my competitions, except for sometimes my aunt would do my hair and she would do these really cool braids. Um, but I was definitely an interesting looking ice skater because, you know, I didn't really wear makeup and I dance to a Bugs Life soundtrack a lot. That um, sounds amazing. In some of my competitions, yes. So, um, yeah, it was fun. It was. How good. long did you do that for? I skated from when I was five until I was like sixteen, I think. So you could easily get back on the ice. Absolutely, yes. That should be like a music video. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I have my I have my skates in the basement right now. Are you saying that your foot size hasn't changed since you were sixteen? <laughs> yes, that is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> have you? Have you uh, That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> have, you, have you seen um, I Tanya? I have. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm not I trying to bring any sort just, of like traumatic like life um, no, no, ice no. skating I, situation into that, um, but pretty. Yeah, nerdy. it was very good. It's very good. I remember watching or like I remember watching the news like while that was happening and being like very confused and then like going to a competition and just being like looking around, making sure no one was going to get me. Well, I think I kind of took us off track from, you know, rollerblading to ice skating. Mm. But are there any other sort of hobbies, you know, that you would say influence your music or just in general that you have? Hmm. I feel like I'm. I love hobbies. Like I'm, I love finding new stuff to do and learn about, but I think mostly like the, the rollerblading kind of drawing right now and, um, 
painting. Those are the things I'm, I guess, like that I talk about in my writing the most. So all the other hobbies aren't, they don't really have a place in <laughs> the music, uh, place in the music for me. Well, before we wrap up the random questions, <laughs> what's your oddest hobby? Mm-hmm. My oddest hobby. Well, you know what? I've been very into survival stuff right now. Okay. Like, so I want to, like, I, I've watched a lot of this show called Alone. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No. Is that like a no. Bear Grylls type of show or something? Kind of, yes. But um, so it's like these people, they're dropped in these locations, like in like um, Patagonia or um, where is this? I don't know. Just like these other, these places where they have to live alone. So they don't have a camera crew. They only have, they're allowed to bring 10 survival items with them, like a tarp. Um, an axe, you know, these certain things. Um, and they have to survive as long as they can. And so like, that is like fascinating to me. And I think because I didn't grow up, like my parents were not like, my parents were like city people. They were from Pittsburgh. And so like the idea of like camping to them was like, so like they were not into it, but I, yes, exactly. And so like, but for me, like, I loved to sleep outside when I was little. Like I loved to like go to the backyard and I would sleep until the sprinklers went on and like woke me up. And so um, that stuff is fascinating to me. And so I like the idea of being able to do that. I don't know if I ever will just be like, well, I'm going to go out and see if I can live off the land for, you know, until, until I can't and come home. Um, I don't know if that'll ever happen to me, but if I am ever, if someone's ever like, do you want to be on alone this show? I'll be like, yes, I'm confident. And so I've been really into survival skills. Like starting. Well, I fire. love that. I love I love this this question. I love what it's turned into. And before we wrap up <laughs> these random questions, mm-hmm. what are your top ten items you would take? And um, mm-hmm. right now, you've got okay. a minute. Okay, in my room. Like if I had to take the stuff that's in my room. I whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, why not? okay. Well, I would take I would take an axe. I would not take a hatchet. I would take an axe. <laughs> I would take my is it can I bring my dog? Cuz she I would bring my dog. Um Okay, number 2. I would bring um some sort of fire starter. Okay, 3. Um I would bring a tarp. I would okay, bring that's four. um Oh, jeez. You got 30 um, seconds left. Maybe some salt. I would bring um, I would bring, mm, oh, geez. I think I only need five things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe some chapstick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. You're not even thinking about like a sleeping bag or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would bring a sleeping bag, a coat, a super warm coat, and <laughs> some some extra socks. Okay. All right. Hey, mm-hmm. well, thanks for answering these random mm-hmm. questions here. Thank you.
Okay. Back. <laughs> okay, back to business here, and it's okay. time to talk music. Okay. I know that Jenny back Lewis, business, Annie Clark of St. Vincent, yeah, Courtney Marie Andrews are artists mm-hmm. that have inspired you with your own yes. songwriting and even mm-hmm. outside of music. Who else am I leaving out that I'm not mentioning? That's kind of like a super essential sure. to your existence as a musical um, artist. Okay, so Elizabeth Powell from No, from um, sorry, from Land of Talk. She is my favorite artist right now. Um, I love Now Now, that band. David Bazan. Um, Wonderful. Let's see. Great Grandpa. I like that band a lot. Um, uh, let's see. Color Revolt. Forever. I just love Color Revolt. Yeah, you um, covered one of their songs. Yes. Yes, I did. Um, and then... Uh, you didn't I drum think. on it. I did not. I thought about it. Just kidding. I never thought about that. Um, and yeah. Sorry Town. Forever. Wonderful Another band. Forever band. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it right now. Okay. Well, that's a great list. And who are some of your influences as a vocalist and a lyricist? Well, definitely Elizabeth Powell. I think that her, her lyrics are so bizarre and um like so she's um french canadian and so she does this really like she's able like she'll sing in french and then she'll go back to english and what she writes about is always like really um just like they're just stories of her of her growing up which i really appreciate and um like she has this lyric about like her parents, like how they met and how they would like go into this ditch and like shoot these animals, like, or these like um, little rodents. And like the way she wrote about it, like when I say it, I'm like, that's, I don't know, not necessarily appealing, but um, the way she wrote it was just like really poetic and um, how she sings, she like soars on these like, like things that it's just, yeah, she's just great. She's great. I love her. Um, the way it sounds to me, and I've never mm-hmm. heard their music. I'm glad mm-hmm. you know, kind of introduced me to mm-hmm. it because I want to check it out now. But maybe mm-hmm. like kind of like a metaphorical storyteller of some sort. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, definitely. But like these metaphors are very simple, and that's like not necessarily like relatable, but like they're interesting and they, yeah, it's just great. She's great. Hey, and what's been mm-hmm. an album or jam of 2020? that's kept you creative and inspired. I know this year has brought mm-hmm. on many, many obstacles, hardships for many people and across the board. And mm-hmm. hey, no need Definitely. to drag up and bring up what's what's evident right now Definitely, in the world. Yeah. But what's um, mm-hmm. what's kind of kept you going? You know, is there a particular album that's like, oh man, this album's just been totally pushing yeah. me and just keeping me, you know, in that creative mindset? So... Recently, I've been kind of into R&B a little bit, especially since I moved to Portland. And I'm not really sure why, um, what's happened. But, like, there's an artist called Dijon that I've been listening to a lot. Um, Like Dijon Mustard? Yes, just like Dijon Mustard, but no mustard. I like mustard. Oh, me too. Yeah, mustard freak. I love it. Um, There's another artist, Spencer, with, like, Spencer and then period at the end. Um, yeah. So this is like R and B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Orion's son. That's, hmm. that's 
some I'm not familiar. That, that one too. actually kind of sounds a little and familiar. Like, but I'm, they're kind of like all on the same, like if you do network? like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, just recently, like when I'm drawing or if I'm like studying, I've been listening to them and try not to get distracted. And How did you find out like, about it? Were you like, you know, you wanted to shop for some Dijon mustard and actually yeah, typed yeah, it on Spotify? Yeah, I typed it in on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this looks tasty. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think probably like, I think Eric Romero and I were sending each other songs a lot. And I think that Dijon came from someone he sent me. Huh, Maybe okay. like it was like in an artist. So thank you, Eric Romero. Yeah, another wonderful musician. Totally, yeah. Uh, based out of El Paso, so mm-hmm. I know y- you said you'll typically write about ideas or experiences in a notebook mm-hmm. and kind of then get to working on a skeletal version of a song. Mm-hmm. But what's the last thing you wrote about or last experience that evoked a song being written? I know you talked about as far as rollerblading, but I don't know if that's like one of the more recent ones. Or yeah, that is a recent one. That is. But I think the last song that I finished um, like is fully like like done and it's like I will be releasing it soon um, was about just like kind of like a brief – it was about meeting someone who like had – like, and realizing that I couldn't help them. Does that make sense? Like it was someone who he was like, so, and like, it just like, as a friend, like I couldn't be there how I wanted to be because I would like, they were going through like some really intense, like depression. And I wish that I could have like, so like the lyrics were like, I, I wish I could have met you before this happened. And like, so that I could know you from that time and like, kind of like, you know, help you through that instead of like meeting you when I met you, like at like when it's at its worst. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I just think... being like, I can't, like, there's no way that I can like do anything for you or like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, and so like, that's what the song was about. Just being like, I'm here for you. I love you. And and I like see and acknowledge you, but I don't think that like, like I will have the answers for you. And so like having to like step away from them. And this is going to be one of the songs that'll be coming out soon. Yes. That you'll be yes. Releasing? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. there a title for that one? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. Waiting until it's being unveiled. Yeah. Hey, well, I'm excited to hear it when it comes out. Yeah, cool. Oh, I'm excited for you to hear it. Yeah, I can't wait. And we're definitely going to talk about, you know, some of the upcoming releases that you're planning on doing. But your moniker, Mm -hmm. or I don't know if the word is alias or moniker, but is now Girl Goyle. Mm -hmm. What made you want to transition from your actual name to a moniker? Um, I have thought about it for a while, but... Mostly because, like, I've been doing so much more art. Kind of separating the two. Yeah, so just really separating it. And um, I've loved, like, I've kind of had that moniker kind of, like, you know, rolling around in my brain for a few years. And um, so I was just like, all right, I'm going to do it. Why not? 
So there it is. So that's going to be all of like all the music that I've done in the past will be under that. And then um, everything I write from here until, you know, until I change my mind or something will be that. Have you ever watched the show Gargoyles? I did. Yeah. Is that where you got your name? No, it's not, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but definitely, you know, inspired by that word gargoyle. Well, if you turned into an actual gargoyle, what building would you want to be perched on top of? Mm, I would like to be perched on top of, oh, maybe like a Dion's or something. Probably a Dion's, and then I just swoop right in and get that sandwich that I love so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe like, maybe like a mall or something. But but all the not. malls are yeah. kind of making exits. Yeah, know? never mind. That would be really boring. I think it'd be boring <laughs> anyway, even if they, <laughs> even if they were, you know, like <laughs> happening now. Maybe like a, a smaller mall. You know, maybe where yeah. there's more activity. I mean, because yeah. I hear the word mall, you know, I'm thinking Probably maybe like a like mall one. in Florida or something. <laughs> where people like don't care. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. A mall in, in Florida. Yeah. Um, do you prefer creating as a solo musician or being in a full band? I'm sure, I you love... know, there's obviously pros and cons, mm-hmm. but what do you yeah. like? I like both. I love creating music with people and I love playing um, by myself too. I think, um, yeah, there's definitely something that is like by whenever you're like playing music with people that like, you can't get that feeling from any other thing that you're doing. Like there is no, nothing that can match that. Um, the beauty of collaboration. Yes, exactly. And so I love it. I love playing music with people. But I also know that, like, sometimes music needs to be a little bit, like, it can be so fragile. And so, like, by being alone and, like, singing and, like, you know, just playing guitar, I feel like I'm able to, like, be a little bit more honest with with myself and with the person that is listening to me. So... Like, it's just kind of like I'm having a conversation with them. And at least that's what I would want it to be or want it to be. And I know COVID is in full effect right now, mm-hmm. but do you have plans of collaborating with other artists in, in Portland or yeah, you know, anyone um, else? Definitely. I've collaborated with um, some people in Portland already. I collaborated with my friend Brandon, who is an amazing musician. He has a, a project called Songs for Snowplow Drivers. He's so good, like just so, so good. Very like Bruce Springsteen type of feeling when you listen to him. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, my friend Adam, I'd love to collaborate with him. My friend Matt, there's, yeah, Portland is like just a freaking like pool of um, everyone that's like good at swimming, you know, I'll be in the pool. (laughs) Yeah, there's, Um, there was no lack of a, how could I say it? Activity or yeah. talent out there. Right. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, there's a lot, but I'm also, what was, sorry, what was the question? What am I, what am I talking about? 
Do you have plans on? Do you have plans on collaborating with other artists in Portland, or even then, um, like, um, are there you know any sort of dream artists you'd like to collaborate? Now sure. I'm kind of just going off the deep end here, yeah, but it, well, it was mainly still, just like colla- so collaboration. There are based. people, yeah, there are people in Portland that I would love to like that I plan on and have collaborated with but there are people that I'm currently collaborating with that don't live in Portland. Um, I was writing some, I had some songs I was working on with my friend Simeon, um, Simeon Beardsley of Sorry Town, um, but his computer uh, crashed and like we lost all the stuff. So um, anyway, we will fix that one day. Um, but I'm also working with my friend, you know, Justin Uliberry um, and Off to Sleep. We're working on some songs right now. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, and he's in Tennessee, so. Well, I'm yeah. excited to hear it all. And I mean, as far as whether it's a soft date or a hard date here, mm-hmm. um, when should your fans expect to hear your upcoming releases? Um, hopefully. Well, I know there's one. I'm not, I'm always someone that's like, let's just put it out as a single. I never, I, I'm so bad at like, you know, being patient and having like, like I think I said earlier, I'm kind of directionless with music and I'm, I'm kind of like that with, yeah, I'm just kind of like, well, this is done. So let's put it out. Um, yeah. So I'm going to put out that song and then maybe a few others after that, but definitely one song in the next month or two. Okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. great to hear. And I mean, like I said, you've been releasing individual tracks. Mm-hmm. Is there at any point, like a full length that you'd like to have I would love or something in the works. Yeah. I would love to do that. Um, and I've always wanted to do that, but I think realistically right now, um, like I'm also, so I'm in nursing school right now too. And I'm, I just don't know when I'm going to do that. Like I just don't know, but one I day. didn't know about the actual nursing school. Um, yeah. I'm, that's so. gonna, that's obviously, that's a, a whole nother, facet you know of life that's gonna you know take take up a good amount of time but i love yeah, that to hear that yeah, you know as far cool. as you're you know still going to be creating mm-hmm. how's yeah, everything going with that to. um well i'm i've never been a very good student and so yeah getting back into school is like terrifying but i feel good about it so it's been hard though like, very very hard how long have you been in nursing school? Or is this as far as recently this is like, since you've moved This up? is so recently. It's like the last month. Like school has started. And yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, like I'm just still structuring my routine. And like I'm very the much a balance. schedule person. Like I have to have one. So I'm like still figuring that out, which has been very strange. But yeah. Just don't don't uh, put too many notes in there. You know, No notes. Uh, no more notes (laughs) well even then like what would you say has changed in your sound or your songwriting up to this point from when you first started playing music Mm. I think that there was when I first started playing music especially in Las Cruces like there was like I didn't really know the type of person that I wanted to be or like um I don't know I was just a little like how anyone is at that age like I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't have like my feet on the ground fully. And I don't know if I do right now, but 
I understand, like, I think I'm a little bit more like open and yeah, I, I'm okay. I think I was like always wanting to be something that I wasn't really, that I wasn't. Um, I don't know what that necessarily means, I guess, but like looking back on like the songs I wrote then they were like a little bit more like, like they kind of like, they would beat around the bush with like what I was trying to say. But I think now I'm just like, well, this is what I have to say. So I'm going to say it. So at least lyrically, I'm a lot more like to the point. And, um, and sonically, I think I'm also like, no, I like, I like that things sound kind of like grittier and like um, heavier. And I'm okay with that being in my music. And I don't know if I was then. Does that make sense? Sometimes I think Definitely. I'm just talking in circles. Maybe I am. <laughs> I'm just spinning you around. <laughs> it's a wonderful yeah, circle, and dizzy. I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. I mean, well, maybe you might be dizzy later tonight if you drink one of those Katie Neelys. I know. You know. Who knows? Yeah, I will not be drinking tequila tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, do you have any tips to give to aspiring singer songwriters? Um, sure. My tip would be just uh, write about your day, write about how you're feeling and listen to as much music as you can. And if you like it, then keep listening to it. If you don't like it, then then don't. I don't know. Listen to your friends. Listen to their music. Yeah. Hey, well, I love it all. And, and I record just as say- much as you can. Record as many voice memos on your phone as you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I can't wait to hear what comes out and you know i just got to say thanks for taking the time to do this and you know before we wrap this all up all ears are on you is there anything you'd like to say or shout out to your fans before we finish this up look the one thing i have to say is um i actually don't have anything to say um but i hope everyone's having a great day and i hope that you call someone that you care about and you tell them that you care about them. That's all. That's great That's advice. All I got. Cool. Hey, I love that. And hey, I'm going to do that right after this. Oh, our session yes. ends right now. But cool. It's great to catch up and oh, wishing yes. you nothing but the best. And I'm sure, thank you. hey, we'll be talking it sometime um, soon. But again, yeah. thanks, Katie. Oh, thank you, Chris. So there's my chat with Katie. I don't even know where to begin because we covered so much ground. There are some stories in there that are just like, whoa, and where I feel she can even start her own podcast. Just a super honest conversation that I'm grateful to have had with her. That's the cool thing about doing this. It's just learning so much about a person and who they are. Katie's a great friend, but that doesn't detract one bit from her talent. She's such a great singer-songwriter with a mesmerizing voice and has these melodies that hook you in. So I'm looking forward to her new material. Also, her paintings and drawings are super unique. Sometimes they make me chuckle too. Not because they're bad, but on the contrary, because they're amazing and I love them. But because of the context of the piece she's creating. For instance, she recently put up a drawing where somebody's looking in the mirror and they're saying, some people look in the mirror and say, who have I become? I look in the mirror and say, who the hell are you? That gave me a kick of laughter, but you're probably now thinking I'm crazy. But hey, that's the beauty behind art, right? Anyone can interpret it in any which way they want. 
Katie's giving me some movie suggestions too, so I definitely got to grab some popcorn and going to check those out. As always, thanks for tuning in. You can go to interviewswithchris.com for any previous material or go on any major platform where you can hear a podcast. If you like what you're hearing, then subscribe and give some positive feedback. And honestly, just tell a friend. Share a story with them. That means so much more and it's way more helpful. Thanks again, everybody, and I'll see you next time.